Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High school basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. Welcome on out to Riverdale High School, your site for tonight's action in high school basketball. Tonight we have a non-league matchup. The Oboe Loudon Chieftains going up against the Riverdale Falcons. Oboe Loudon sits at 17-2 on the season. They got a win last night against Woodmore. Riverdale currently 6-13 on the season. They were able to get a win last night over Macomb. This is SBC versus BBC Basketball on Classic Kids 96.7 WBVI Online. WBVI.com along with ESPN 1430 and 105.7 FM WFOB Lance Morris here with Matt Brown for today's match between Opa Loudon and Riverdale and Matt two teams that have had their seasons kind of going in opposite directions but we did see Riverdale get a win last night against Macomb so what are some of the things you're uh, looking forward to seeing in this one obviously great defense but I think that we've seen the Hopewell Loudon Chieftains plenty this year we know that they're an offensive machine they should go deep into tournaments this year Evan Kreese Donovan Elmore, Blake Barrier, Carter Yarborough, and Braylon Martinez, and Jack Cutrillo, the usual rotation for them. I look for them to put up a lot of points here tonight. River, River, Riverdale Falcons have a young squad. Four juniors, two seniors, and two sophomores. So, uh, you know, they're going to have their hands full tonight against the Hopewell Out and Chieftains. Again, we've seen the Chieftains. Uh, we know they can definitely play basketball. Uh, Evan Kreese the number one player in the SBC, along along with uh, along with uh, Donovan Elmore. You know, these guys should get it done tonight in a big fashion here. During warm-ups, they look really, really good. I've not seen much of the Riverdale Falcons this year. It's my first exposure. It's my first exposure to them, so I'm kind of excited to watch them and see what they can do. Uh, you know, like I say, they have... Some juniors here that look like they can uh, get the job done, especially, how do you pronounce Jack's last name? That would be Jack Duso. Duso. Looks like he's a pretty good free throw shooter, 83%. That's very critical to make sure we make free throws. That's where it's one on the free throw line. So beautiful setting here. Nice, nice venue tonight. Uh, first I've been in here in a long, long time. So we'll see uh, what gets done. We were talking to Donovan Elmore earlier. And he was saying that he's going to try to get above the rim tonight. So we'll see uh, how that goes. I mean, you're phrasing that a very special, well, a very particular phrase, way. I have to phrase it kindly. To be completely frank, I'll just say it. <laughs> I asked Matt, I said, I'm going to set the over-under tonight at two and a half. Right. And you looked at me like I was growing a third eye. Yeah, And I so agree. I then said, two and a half dunks. Okay. And you, you can't said, have a you can't have a half dunk. That's exactly why you set the line. Yeah, there. see, well, you were trying to you were trying I to. I was Vegas. There. You were fudging it. You were fudging it, and we don't fudge it. I talked to him. I said I want three. So we'll see if he gets above the rim three times. If he does, I will let you gladly take credit for that. Thank you very much. 
So, have you seen the Riverdale Falcons a lot this year? Or tell us uh, about this them. This is my first time seeing them on the basketball court this year, so I know basically just what the stats tell me. Correct. And the stats tell me that they're going to need Evan Ryder to have a good game. He's averaging a little over 11 points a game on mm -hmm. the season, so they're going to need a big night from him. Absolutely. And it's going to be tough sledding because he's likely going to have either Donovan Elmore or Evan Priest on him. So yeah. it's going to make it that much harder for him. You know, with Hopewell coming out with their usual crew, the four seniors, with Braylon Martinez and Jack Catrullio obviously coming back next year. Going to be a, maybe a little bit rebuilding year for Hopewell next year. You know, you're going to lose the number one and number two player, number one, number three player in the conference. Uh, what's, have you talked to Coach Jury? What's he say? What's what's on the plan for the horizon next year? I have not, I have talked to Coach Jury. I will talk to him in an official capacity next week when we have uh, him and some of his players uh, in the studio for the NWO Orthopedic Sports Huddle, of course, from the Fricker Studio. So Good. we'll talk in an official capacity next week. But I am sure he is, as much as he would love to talk about next year, I think he's a little more preoccupied about what's going to happen this year. Yep, I agree with you. And that's good for him. He should be. He's got a lot of tournament games coming up. You know, just because the, the Falcons are not, you know, they're say they're 5-13 and 13 in the BBC. Obviously, we know sometimes records don't mean a thing. We've seen that before. The young men could come out here and play a tremendous game. Maybe there could be maybe too much overconfidence on the Chieftain side. You don't know. You never know until you get it down and start the game. But if the JV game is any indication, that would that would tell you lean Hopewell. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, I'm leaning Hopewell. I mean, but again, uh, we've seen other other games this year where the record's not indicative of how the game went. So you never know. I mean, the Falcons could come out here and have a incredible night. That they very much could. But let's go ahead, step aside for a quick timeout. We come back, starting lineups, opening tip. Coming your way here from Riverdale. You're listening to High School Basketball and Classic at 96.7 WBBI and ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM WFOB. Did you know that flushable wipes are not flushable? It might say on the package that wipes are okay to flush, but they're not. Wipes can clog plumbing in your home and in septic and sewer systems. At the Northwestern Water and Sewer District, we know this firsthand by the number of wipes we have cleaned out of our pumps, screens, and everywhere in between. Do your pipes a favor and do not flush wipes. For more information, visit nwwsd.org. A message from the Northwestern Water and Sewer District. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Get toned, get healthy, get fit. And get ready to head to the new fully equipped Grit Gym at 2499 West Market Street in Tiffin. Take the first step with Grit and experience all new equipment, new machines, new turf, new power racks. Visualize a new you with one-on-one -on -one or group personalized training under coaching from one of the Grit Strength Trainers. Get ready for a new experience, a new facility, and a new you with Grit. Grand opening at their new location in December. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. 
We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We are here as we're getting ready for the start of this one between Hopewell Loudon and Riverdale. Lance Morris, Matt Brown here with you on both WFOB and WBVI here tonight. Starting lineups for today on the Riverdale side. They will start Joey Sherman, Davin Harbor, Landon Holland, Jack Dusso, and Evan Ryder as they get some of their other seniors in the starting lineup here tonight. Their head coach is Drew Hovensack. On the Hopewell Loudon side, no surprises for their starting five, Braylon Martinez, Carter Yarbrough, Blake Barrier, Donovan Elmore, Evan Priest. Starting five tonight for Hopewell Loudon. Their head coach is, of course, Roger Jury. And Matt, you said, all right, as we're about to come back on, you have uh, some thoughts you would like to, again, get out into the airwaves, so go right ahead. Well, I just want to say, you know, it definitely the statistics definitely favor the Chieftains. We know that coming in here, but it's a mental thing. We've coached a lot of young people. It's up here. It's in your head. Get focused up tonight. Play some ball. Don't worry about the statistics. The Falcons need to come out here, play tough defense, and, but they're going to have to hustle. They're going to have their hands full. We know that Blake Barrier can definitely run the ball up and down the floor. So can Braylon Martinez. Carter Yarborough, a great three-point shooter from the baseline. So all that is great stats for the Chieftains, but what the Falcons got to focus on is let's go out, play solid ball, and if they take care of the basketball and they play solid defense, they can stay, they can stay here. They can, they can stay with these guys. I r- truly believe that. It's a mental thing. They have to be focused and stay focused, not get mentally frustrated. Once they get mentally frustrated in any sport, as you well know, it's very hard to compete. Actually, my apologies because Coach uh, Jury is actually starting some of his seniors tonight that uh, oh, yeah. are not a typical rotation guys. We do have Austin Napier along with Lane Baker each in the starting five tonight. And actually, uh, Carter Yarbrough and Evan Kreese will not be starting on, this yeah. one. So each team going with... Uh, a little different look than they uh, usually do. Good. Well, then, then you know what? They should. It's late in the year. It's the last game of the season, I think. And uh, why not give these kids a little chance, give these young men a chance to come out here and give it a little playing time? I think we'll start after everybody gets to their seat here in front of us. Perfect. So I hope that the Falcons do. Uh, I hope they give them a handful tonight. I really do. I'd like to see. We have seen great basketball. So Loudon will win the tip. They'll be attacking the basket to our right here from our very courtside position here at Riverdale High School. Down inside to Donovan Elmore goes right at Joey Sherman and fade away from the left block up and good. Elmore will strike first for Hopewell. Yeah, great little turnaround fadeaway jumper by Donovan. See Riverdale set things up here in the half court. Jack Dusso with it up at the top of the key for the Falcons. It'll end up back and do so's hand as he'll jab at Blake Barrier. As it'll end up being ripped by Barrier as he tries to navigate the sideline and will be able to do so with the steal. Now Hopewell back the other way. That's not how the Falcons want to get started here, I'm sure. 
Down inside to Elmore, turn around, but lost the handle on as he went to shoot that one as it was poked away that time by Landon Holland. It'll be a pull-up three up top from Ryder. It won't go for Riverdale, rebounded inside by Duso. Duso going to be blocked inside. Elmore with the swat, and he'll take it the other direction himself for Hopewell. Up ahead, Barrier cannot finish from inside. Rebounded inside by Martinez. He'll fling it outside. Up top, that'll be for Lane Baker. He'll find Elmore on the left wing. He'll drive himself all the way down inside. Forces that one up. Doesn't get that one to go from in close. Rebounded inside by Davin Harbor. Riverdale the other way. Trailing 2-0. 635 left to go first quarter. Hey, Jack Dusso had a good uh, offensive glass rebound, but he can't put the ball down on the floor in the land of the Giants. He has to put the ball right straight back up, not put the ball down on the floor. That allows the defense to crush down on him, and that's what hurt him last possession. I like these shots from Donovan Elmore early, showing us a little different look. Outside shot from Duso off to the right. Going to be rebounded by Martinez. Hopewell back the other way. Still the 2-0 lead for Hopewell Loudon. 6.05 left to go here. First quarter as Elmore swings it out now to Barrier. Barrier stops just inside the free throw line. Martinez top of the key three off to the left. Baker able to steal the rebound down inside, but too strong underneath. Going to be rebounded by Riverdale Falcons the other way. So setting things up here in the half court for Riverdale. Still looking for their first points in this one. Do so with it left wing working on Barrier. Down inside. They will turn around. Shot too strong from Sherman. Rebounded by Martinez, but he'll end up traveling as he hit the deck that time. Gives it right back to Riverdale. 535 left to go first quarter. Still a 2-0 lead for Hopewell Loudon. Hey, give Joey Sherman a little bit of credit here. You know, he's not afraid to take the ball a hole. Stayed in there. Try to get the offensive glass. Inbound for Riverdale, finds Ryder left wing. It's the screen, Ryder looking to drive all the way down inside, cannot finish. Another rebound for Braylon Martinez, now Hopewell Loudon the other way. He'll get it now left side and working into Elmore on the left block. As this time he'll draw a bunch of contact, go right to the line here for Hopewell Loudon with 5.21 left to go here. First quarter of action. And Matt, it's, it's funny how this uh, has played out thus far. It's, you know, been low scoring so far back and forth for Hopewell Loudon. But this is essentially what it would look like with no Evan Crease because Evan Crease is on the bench. So everything right now running like you wanted to. Right, exactly. Donovan Elmore as a first and, and, free throw and good. Yeah, and I think Coach Drew from uh, the Falcons, he, he has to really want to capitalize here right now. you got the number one SBC player sitting on the bench with two supporting cast. Uh, he definitely needs to kick it in gear here with quicker transition. For sure, Joey Sherman cannot get in foul trouble banging with Donovan Elmore. And I'm sure that's what Coach Jury wants to do. See, second free throw was off the mark and rebounded, then foul called on Hopewell Loudon. Gives it back to Riverdale. 3-0 lead for Hopewell Loudon. 5.15 left to go, stolen away by Donovan Elmore. Elmore in transition, hit a bunch as he'll draw the foul once again with now 5.09 to go in the first quarter. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm a little bit shocked that Coach Jury has Donovan in here. You know, we got a lot of, these guys are going to go deep into the tournament. We know this. Uh, we're risking getting our big man hurt. Um, maybe it's about stats. I, you know, I'm not the coach. I don't know, but I would be kind of, I wouldn't leave leaving him in too, too much. First free throw from Elmore will be short. So we'll have first sub for Riverdale as Grant Inbody will check in. He will come in for Joey Sherman on the Riverdale side. So now we'll see Evan Kreese off of the bench as well for Hopewell. Second free throw also off from Elmore. Goes out of bounds. Last touch, though, by Riverdale. So it will 
Stay with Hopewell Loudon, and now we'll see Evan Priest hop off the bench and check in for Lane Baker. First time in probably a while for uh, Evan Crease coming wow. off the bench. Yeah, I've never, I have not seen that in two years I've been with you. I have not seen Evan Crease not start the game. I know he kind of came off the bench a little this freshman year, so freshman year probably the last time that happened in mm -hmm. a big way. Three-pointer off the mark as Napier launched that one up on the right side for Hopewell. Loud and now the other way for Riverdale. Three-pointer from Duso too strong. Rebounded underneath and will stay with the Falcons as Harbor able to navigate it, but swatted away hard that time and will still stay with Riverdale as Ryder was able to come down with it. Duso trying to create some separation, unable to do so. We'll find Davin Harbor now back to Duso, top of the key. Ripped away Martinez, the steal for Hopewell Loudon. He'll take it the other way. He'll swing it over. Now ends up top for Evan Kreese. Kreese driving left side, goes up, and yeah. right back where he left off last night. Evan Kreese will yep. pick things up, adds on to the Hopewell Loudon lead now 5 nothing. Davin Harbor made the same mistake that Jack Duso did. You cannot put the ball on the floor and you get the rebound. Turn around and put it up and draw the foul. Also see Carter Yarbo check in next dead ball on the Hopewell Loudon side as it'll be Grant Embody with it for Riverdale. Duso has it now on the right wing. He'll find Ryder now on the left side. Bring it towards the top of the key, working. Hands it now back over, Embody with it. Ryder looking to drive now from the right side as he'll get it down into the corner, but it'll end up traveling instead. Gives it back to Hopewell Loudon, 352. Left to go here at first. Quarter of action as we'll see Cardi Yarbrough check in for Austin Napier on the Hopewell side. Did you see the travel? I didn't see that. No, he traveled. Did he? I didn't see it. Okay. What I want to say real quickly, the Falcons got to get moving here. They're playing way too flat-footed for this team, for playing against Hopewell Loudon. You've got to play quicker, quicker ball like that. And one for Blake Barrier as it was created off of the Offensive rebound by Carter Yarbrough, so it kind of speaks a little bit to what you were saying because yep. Carter Yarbrough is able to get uh, rebounds in there than just about anybody could, yep. theoretically. Well, theoretically, he's just, you know, he's only 5'9". Everybody else is, you know, in the land of the trees then underneath the bucket. And one free throw from Barrier up and good. Continues to be all hope out in here thus far. 8 to nothing. They lead 339 left to go here first quarter. I don't know why Coach Jury's going to throw the press on here. He knows he's in control of the game here. Um... You know, going to disrupt the Falcons real quick with full court pressure. Up top for Jack Duso and Riverdale as they'll set things up here in the half court. Still looking for their first points in this one. Up top they'll find Evan Ryder. Now right back over left side for Harbor. Riverdale working still here in the half court. They'll find Ryder top of the key. They'll maintain it now. He'll put it on the deck. Brings it over to the right wing. He'll find Duso, he'll jab step, he'll try and navigate through the defense, poked away and will be stolen by Yarbrough, flipping it up towards Donovan Elmore. Elmore stops at the left elbow, he'll go down into Barrier with the forceful entry pass, and Barrier able to get that one up and good, kind of little roll reversal that time for Elmore, and Barrier is, Barrier was the one down low, and he had Elmore up in the high post as it's now a 10-0 lead for Hopewell out in 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it here on both WFLB and WBB. Lance Morris, Matt Brown here with you, and not uh, too far off from what we thought might uh, been oh, the, be the yeah. case, but certainly Hopewell out in uh, looking the part here so far in this one. Boy, can you tell that the Chieftains play together for a long time? I mean, they're they just smooth, very smooth. Donovan knows where he's at on the floor. He throws the ball back out, does a nice job. For the Falcons, like I said earlier, they've got, they must get moving here. And you know what? They have nothing to lose here. They need to lay it all on the line tonight. You know, they're not going to go deep in the tournament, obviously. They need to lay it out on the line and they get moving. They're too slow down here. Landon Holland's got, he must get open on He's a big young man. 
He needs to move better underneath the basket and get open. Now we're ready to go following the timeout. It will be Riverdale ball as they look to break the press, but they'll be unable to do so as it's another steal for Yarbrough. It's stolen right back briefly, but will be hauled in by Elmore now as Hopewell Loudon will set things up here in the half court. Blake Barrier all the way down inside, cannot finish. Elmore there unable though to clean the things up mm. on the rebound as it will go the other direction now for Riverdale. 10-0 your score as Hopewell Loudon the lead on Riverdale with 2.30 left to go. First quarter of action, your score here on the Ropey Corporation scoreboard, celebrating over 60 years. See so manufacturing the commercial flooring industry down inside. Ryder able to get that one to go from a few feet away, get Riverdale on the scoreboard. Nice shot by Ryder. That's what they must do. They must keep moving the ball quickly and move around. Down inside to Elmore. He'll finish with using the square that time. Adds on to the Hopewell out in lead. I was getting ready to say that. At, at next break, I was going to go across and tell him he used the square. Last shot, he did not use the square. He missed two points. Now he learns how to use the square real quick. Another steal by Barrier. Now Hopewell the other way. Down into crease, and he'll be able to finish his and he wanted to try and throw one down, but a little bit of pressure being applied in the transition defense by Evan Ryder, unable to allow Crease to throw it down, but does still get to the points and adds on to the Hopewell Loudon lead as we have another timeout taken by Riverdale. 14-2, your score here as we're most of the way here through quarter number one. I like Coach Hobbins. Hobbinsack. Hobbinsack? Hobbinsack. Okay. That's a little, I didn't understand how to pronounce that. Hobbinsack. He's burned a couple of timeouts here real quick. I'm not a fan of burning timeouts real quick like this, but he has to do something to change the tempo of the game here real quick. If I'm Coach Jury, you know what, I play my five basic starters, and he's got, you know, he has a couple guy, a couple young men in here that's not usually starting. You know, don't get them hurt. Let them get a few touches in the ball and rotate some other young men in. Riverdale will look to set things up here as they were able to break the press that time down. Up top for Evan Ryder. He'll hand it now to Elwood. Driving right side now. Back up top. Ends up in Ryder's hands at the volleyball line. So now we'll see Haggerty with it as he'll check in for the first time on the Riverdale side. Up top for Elwood. Looking to swing it to Embody, top of the key. Right back over, Elwood with it. Down inside, was looking to swing it down into Embody, but pass a little too strong, gives it back to Hopewell Loudon, 121. Left to go first quarter, still all Hopewell Loudon, 14-2. I like the thought and what they had going there, the Falcons did. Just unfortunately, a miscommunication rolls that out of bounds. Increase with it on the right side now from Hopewell Loudon as he was able to drive all the way down inside, but had it poked away. Now goes the other direction for Riverdale with 110. Up to go here at first quarter. Trying to get it across the craft court is Hayden Haggerty and Will for Riverdale. They'll find Ryder up top. Swings it left side to Elwood. Back up top is almost poked away. And it will say uh, was not a complete change of possession. And will right. be over and back. And give it back to Hopewell Loudon right. with 56.8 left to go in the first quarter. Yep. Well, that's a costly little mistake there. They had things rolling their way. And I think Ethan Elmwood for the Falcons, he, he needs. He's going to have to put on some type of move, at least try to. To get around Evan Crease. I think he's a little maybe a little intimidated at the moment with Evan, but he's got to just uh, buckle up and let's go. Allowed in setting things up here in the half court. Cardi Yarbrough with it on the left wing. He'll find Martinez open for the top of key three. Comes up short though. Rebound lands right in Evan Crease's hands on the right side. He'll drive all the way down on the left. He's unable to finish Calatrulio there, and he'll clean up the mess onto the third try for Hopewell Loudon as that extends 
their lead now 16 to 2, 30 seconds left to go here in the first quarter as Faltrulio pokes it away as he runs into his bench. It will stay with Riverdale. You cannot give the Chieftains three shots. They're going to get one of them. They, okay, the Falcons have to box out underneath and get big. You can tell that they're a young crew. The Falcons are a young group. So they'll hand it up top. That'll be Embody with it. They'll swing the left side for Harbor. Now they'll find Ryder at the high post. Works his way down inside. Goes up, unable to finish in close. Evan Kreese, the rebound. He'll push it the other way himself. Ropa allowed and down into Calatrulio. Lays it up and in on the left side. As Kreese facilitating now for Hopewell Loudon. Extends their lead, and that'll do it for the first quarter. All Hopewell Loudon thus far. 18-2, Chieftains lead through one. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of the second quarter. You're listening to high school basketball on both WFOB and WBBI. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components so no matter what mother nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no obligation quote today winter that means snow ice and treacherous traveling make sure you have a dependable ride deals are happening daily at warner economy corner at the corner of blanchard and blanchard talk to the guys at warner economy corner and they'll set you up with a quality used vehicle at a great deal dependability smiles deals and great customer service are waiting for you at warner economy corner deals on wheels happen every day monday through saturday we are to start the second quarter of action here from Riverdale, 18-2. Your score, all Hopewell Loudon here thus far in this one. Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown on both WFB and WBVI to be Hopewell Loudon ball to start the second quarter. Riverdale must get something rolling here, keep them mentally focused, at least try to keep them mentally focused into the game. So Elmore back on the floor for Hopewell Loudon. Barrier finds Elmore, but then it has a little too strong, will be stolen away. Harbor takes it in transition, unable to lay it up and in though. Rebounded by Barrier, he'll take it the other way for Hopewell Loudon. He'll stop near the right wing, maintaining his dribble though. He'll look to drive alley-oop to Kreese, who throws it down, extending the Hopewell Loudon lead. Nice alley-oop, nice dunk by Evan Kreese. 20-2, now your score. Hopewell Loudon the commanding lead here on Riverdale. Down inside towards Ryder, who lays it up and in. His umward just a little bit too slow getting back that time in transition. Over now. Miller going to launch the three. Unable to get that one down. And be rebounded by Riverdale. Falcons now the other direction. Ryder looking to drive down inside. The pass right between a couple players. Neither knew who it was for. Ends up... Yeah. Going out of bounds, back now to Hopewell Loudon with 6.59 left to go here in the first half. That's a quick transition and change on the Hopewell Loudon side as Owen Suter will check in for Ashton Miller. Also see Coach Jury take the 30-second timeout. I think that's a smart move by Coach Jury. Um, Ethan Elmwood for the Falcons. He has to step up and need a little bit of leadership there. He should have had that ball. You know, when in doubt, grab the ball. Don't let it go through your hands and... You know, get disgusted with your teammate. You know, step up, grab that pass. For the Falcons, I hope that they can, can turn this around a little bit because they're about to check out mentally here shortly. They're down 16 with 6.59 left in the second. They're starting to look at the scoreboard and 
when you have players starting looking at peeking the scoreboard, you're in trouble. They just, they're a young group. You can tell they're young. They've not played a lot together. They've got to be more aggressive on D. Ready to go following the timeout. It'll be Hopewell allowed in ball. 6.55 left to go here at first half of action. I like the defensive set that uh, Riverdale's got. So get it over towards Crease on the right wing. Now up top for Barrier. He'll launch the three. He'll make right. the three from up top as Barrier adds on to the Hopewell Loudon lead. That's a hard dart. Riverdale able to work it into the half court, down inside, lay-in, up and good. Great transition offense that time from Riverdale as Hayden Haggerty lays it up and in. Nice move by Hayden Haggerty to slash the bucket. That's what they have to do right there. Continue that. It's hard. It's easier said than done. Down in the corner for Owen Suter and Hopewell Loudon Barrier for another alley-oop try, but a little too strong as it actually will go down as a shot attempt and gives it now over to Riverdale once again. Down inside, working. Gavin Harbor bouncing it back out. Ends up on the right wing for Ethan Elwood. Elwood trying to create some separation. Down in towards Inbody. Inbody finds Ryder on the cut. Able to fan finish that one up and in with the left hand. Second basket for Evan Ryder. Very nice basket by Evan Ryder there. Another good slash to the bucket. They've had two successful straight possessions with good offensive uh, you know, penetration of the bucket. Elmore working from the left corner back to Barrier. Barrier down into Calatrulio. He'll bounce it back towards Donovan Elmore. Elmore through the contact, able to finish. Nice on the left block, and again, using the square. He used the square. I didn't have to jump up and scream at him. But what I'm going to scream at is someone's got to get a hand in his face. You cannot give El Donovan Elmore uncontested shots. That's two, two easy points. Still from Calatrulio. Gets the other way for Hopewell Loudon. He wants to get it over towards Elmore. It's going to be poked away. Will stay with Hopewell Loudon, as we'll see. Yarbrough and Martinez check in for Hopewell. Out go Suter along with Elmore. And Ryder and Harbor going to check out on the Riverdale side as Landon Holland back in the game along with Jack Dusso. Find Calatrulio now down left corner. Kreese going to drive baseline. Too strong that time from Kreese. Rebounded now by Ethan Elwood. Riverdale the other way. The Falcons have to realize that when Evan Kreese gets the ball in his hand, he is going to the bucket. He is an expert of slashing and getting to the basket. Pass is almost stolen by Barrier as it goes back into the half court now for Riverdale. They'll reset with Duso top of the key. 4.48 left to go first half. 25 to 8 your score. Hopewell out in, on top of Riverdale, but a nice basket that time inside from Ethan Elwood for Riverdale. That's what I would expect that young man. Martinez, wide open left wing three, too strong, rebounded by Yarbrough as he'll do a little tip drill that time. Will Carter Yarbrough for his second offensive rebound, adds on now to the Hopewell on lead. His timing was perfect, wasn't it? Jumped, yeah, it had it was. right in his hand and laid it right on the square, and it went right in. Going to guess that he might be playing uh, 21 after practice uh, some of these uh, times. I think he is. It's a great drill, though. See Riverdale setting things up here in the half court. Yarbrough attempting to rip it away, unable to do so. It stays with Holland and Riverdale as Holland tries to finish inside. Won't be able to. Gets his own miss, though. Now they'll find the free throw line jumper too strong from Elwood, rebounded by Martinez. He'll try to take it the other way himself for Hopewell Loudon. He'll run out of room to be a kicked ball on Riverdale. Will stay with Hopewell Loudon under the basket. 355 left to go here. First half of action. Barrier and Crease check out as we will see uh, Suter and Elmore back in for Hopewell. Give Landon Holland credit. He took it to the hole. He was not afraid. He got right in there, banged bodies with the biggest ones of them, 
and put it up. Good for him. He needs to keep doing that. More with it, top of the key for Hopewell Loudon. He'll pull up for the elbow jumper, off a little short that time. Rebounded, do so Riverdale the other way. Swinging now over right side for Inbody. Inbody working. He'll bounce it to do so on the left side cut, unable to finish. As actually will be a jump ball possession error. We'll keep it here with Riverdale with 3:29 left to go in the half. Mm. Well, from the Falcons coach, man, I, I've got to tell Jack, you got to take the ball to the hole. One less dribble, okay? Riverdale will inbound under their basket. Do so, will drive this Beautiful. time and able to finish with a nice little runner, make it 27 to 12, 320 left to go in the first half. We see a little bit of confidence here in the Falcons, last several possessions. Good for them. I like it. I like how they're taking the ball to the bucket right now. Take Arnold it to him. With it on the right wing for Hopewell Loudon. Working on Haggerty, he'll drive. He'll stop near the free throw line. Martinez wide open, another three. This time, oh, yeah. able to cash in on the right wing. Will Braylon Martinez, a 30 to 12 now advantage for Hopewell Loudon. They cannot leave Braylon Martinez open like that. They gotta get someone out on the wing to get a hand in his face. Or they're gonna, he's gonna burn him every time. Up top, mm. now driving inside, poked away. Yarbrough, another steal. See if Yarbrough looks for the oob. He's going to actually just drive instead. Calatrulio there. He can't clean up the mess that time on the second chance either. Going to be rebounded now by Riverdale. Falcons back the other way. I'm not picking on Jack Duso. He's in there working hard. Just got the rebound. He's hustling. Stop putting the ball on the deck when you don't need to. Take it to the back. Driving up top will inbody. Still try and keep it from being stolen. It looks like it will end up being another jump ball. Gives it back now to Hopewell. Allowed it to 18. Left to go here in half number one as we'll see Calatrulio and Elmore check out as we'll see Kreese and uh, Ashton Miller now on the floor for Hopewell. We're getting a lot of looks from the Chieftains tonight. Yeah, definitely going a little further into their bench today. Yeah. I have not seen Austin Miller play. Yarbrough with it on the left wing now for Hopewell. Loudon. Back towards the volleyball line as he maintains his dribble. Back now to Crease, top of the key. Brings it back towards Yarbrough. Almost went out of bounds, but Yarbrough able to handle it. Brings it back towards center court. We'll reset things now for the Chieftains. 30 to 12, your score, 152. Remaining in the first half of action. Barry's gonna look to drive. Now finds Miller on the cut, but Miller's laying a little too strong. Rebounded now Riverdale the other way. If Landon Holland thinks he's gonna Guard Blake Barrier playing flat foot. That's not going to happen. Now he's be quicker on his feet. Other steal by Martinez as now Barrier wanted to get it back to Martinez as he was somehow able to navigate and bring that one in. Barrier will float that one up, but well short as it barely grazes the net. He then collides down inside with Landon Holland and they're a little slow to get up, but now is able to get up. It will be Riverdale ball with 123 left in the half. I think he's a little disgusted with himself by missing everything there. Just needed another step, and he'd have been there. Aiden Haggerty bringing it across half court now for Riverdale. Picks up his dribble right now near half court. They'll find Holland on the right elbow. He'll pump fake. Gets Miller in the air and will finish down inside. Great move that time from Holland on the pump fake. Excellent. Excellent move by Holland. They're going to pull up for the three. Up and good. Probably could have been an and one, but oh, another three-pointer yeah. for Blake Barrier adds wow. on to their lead. Wow, I don't know how Blake did not get the and one there. But also another sign when Barrier comes down, pull up threes. Yeah. 
it's their night. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't see that a lot from Blake Barrier. He usually is taking it to the hole. But, yeah, hey, Brandon Martinez is going to keep shooting the three ball until someone stops him. And why not? I would keep shooting it, too. He's burned him twice now on the wing side. See Miller check out. Calatrulio back in for Hopewell Loudon. Riverdale ball under their basket. It'll be poked out of bounds by Barrier. Will stay with Riverdale. Throws it in towards Holland, left corner. Working on crease. Briefly loses it. Haggerty pulls up. He'll try the free throw line. Jumper up and good is again on the square. Using the square. That's right. I'm telling you guys, I may be old, but I know what I'm talking about. Use the square. Barrier, another pull-up three. This time well short. And Blake, pass the ball off. You're you're two. Over two, man. Martinez, the steal in transition. He'll lay. No, he won't be able to finish the lay-in as it'll. Be out of bounds, and Ooh. I think they're going to say last touched, I believe, by Hopewell Out. Evan Kreese, but I'm shocked he didn't get called for over the back. He was definitely over the back. See, they're going to check in. He'll check in for Barrier as he was kind of shaking his head, I think a little upset with himself after that last yes, shot. Yes, He needs to calm down. It's okay. We have some nights like that. I mean, he made the last two he took yes, before he did. that. So he had a it, was, it was clearly a heat check. Yes. Down to just five left in the half. Up top now for Haggerty is stolen by Yarbrough from half court. Unable to get that one to go as that might end up in Matt Brown's hands. And it was tipped by Matt Brown. Yeah, we don't want that one. That one had quite the long rebound. It'll be 33 to 16 in your score. All hope will out in here thus far with the lead over Riverdale. Hey, the Falcons need to keep focused. They need to keep taking the ball to the hole. We saw some really good plays. We saw some a spurt of nice offensive slashes to the bucket. And it was producing points for him. I mean, I think they had a good second quarter. You know, did they catch up? No, but they had a good, it was productive. They had a good second quarter. So, I mean, what, they scored 14. Yeah. So, give them credit there. They scored 14 in the second. You know, it's 16-33 with Hopewell in lead, but we kind of expected that, you know. And they need to watch, these these young men from Falcons need to watch Evan Kreese tonight. When he's in the game, they need to watch what he's doing because he could teach them something, Okay. When he gets the balls in his hands, he's a quick jab step and he's to the bucket. He is one of the quickest people I've ever seen to take the ball to the hole. So they can learn a lot here. Might be a tough road to hole here for him tonight, but hey, um, it's great experience. They're playing a top number one team in the SBC conference. So they're getting a they're getting a good lesson, and I think I hope they take it that way. You know, I'm not writing them off by any stretch of magic. You got two quarters of ball you have to play, but I think the Chieftains are. Totally in control. With that, we'll go ahead and set aside for a quick timeout. We'll come back with our own and halftime report shortly after that. Back for start of the second half here at Riverdale. Again, 33-16, your score. Hope we'll in the lead over Riverdale. You're listening to high school basketball, both WFB and WBI. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Everyday values are at only one place, Frickers. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings. Tuesday, traditional frickin' chicken wings. Wednesday is all about that steak. Thursday, frickin' chicken chunks. Frickers, where kids 10 and under eat free every day. 
Remember, draft beer specials, everyday values, and kids eat free every day. The home for money-saving value is the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits, Frickers. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. For many, February in Ohio means tournament time is heating up in high school gyms all over the Buckeye State. Three of the eight Ohio High School Athletic Association sanctioned winter sports have already entered postseason play. Swimming and diving are entering district tournaments, as is girls basketball, while bowling has begun sectional tournaments, and five other sports are wrapping up or have already finished their regular seasons. For some of these sports, tournament division expansion could be on the horizon. The OHSAA is looking into expansion for boys and girls basketball, as well as five other sports. Tim Streed's the media relations director for the OHSAA, and he'll join me to discuss the busy months ahead. That's next. This is the Ohio News Network. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever. Ever you download your favorite podcast from the Ohio News Network. In Ohio, public education matters. And every day, Ohio's public school educators use their united voice to advocate for the supports and resources our public schools need so every child thrives. No exceptions. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight's game. Because great public schools are a winning playbook for Ohio, and Ohio is stronger when we stand together to cheer for our students' success. I'm Eric Reeser. February's a leap year in 2024, which means we're halfway through the month of love and closer to springtime. The eight OHSAA-sanctioned winter sports are looking towards the postseason. Tim Streed's the media relations director for the Ohio High School Athletic Association, and I asked him just how busy is this month for them. February is a lot of preparation, uh, that is for sure. Of course, we do have one state tournament in February, and that is swimming and diving. And so we're, we're uh, almost ready to enter the, the sectional tournaments for swimming and diving. So that's really the start of the tournament season. Um, but tournaments start in February. That's everything from swimming and diving up to boys basketball. All of our sports are playing in February. So um, I, I've always described March, uh, the month of March, as kind of like one long day for us because uh, we're running so many tournaments. But um, the more work we can do to prepare in February, the better. Boys and girls basketball are two of the seven sports the Ohio High School Athletic Association is looking to expand tournament divisions starting in 2025. Right now, discussions are going on in schools all over the state. Tim Streed says some sports just have too many schools in a single division. In basketball, we have about 200 schools in each division. And that's a lot. Actually, that's more than most any other state anywhere near us. And most states have anywhere from 100 to 150 schools in a division. And in Ohio, we have 200. So it is um, a, a lot different landscape in Ohio than what most other states uh, currently uh, have. So that was one of the big reasons to uh, explore adding divisions. And the other reason, too, is in some of our divisions, especially Division One, the biggest school in the division is so much bigger than the smallest school in the division. 
and uh, we've uh, been talking about that for years. Uh, we call it the Division One uh, discrepancy in terms of enrollment, and uh, that would be uh, addressed by expanding divisions. So those two things are really why we've gone down this road, and uh, we're about halfway through that process right now. Um, we'll see if we're ready to, to move forward on anything here later this month. Tim adds that after their statewide discussions, the OHSAA will put expansion to a vote. One of the things we've had to clarify is that uh, this uh, uh, situation in terms of how many divisions we have, that is controlled by our board of directors. It does not need to go to our member schools for a vote. So that's one of the big things to stress is that um, this is not a bylaw change which would require our schools to vote on. Uh, this is a sport regulation that our board controls. So, you know, our board meets again at the end of February. And of course, they meet in March and April. So, you know, they could certainly act on something as soon as those meetings. Um, I think a lot of that will determine on the feedback that has come in through the regional meetings. I'm Eric Reeser for the Ohio News Network. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we've built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. We are here getting ready to start the second half between Hopewell Loudon and Riverdale. 33-16, your score, Hopewell Loudon currently in front. Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown here on both Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM WFOB. And Matt certainly was a uh, first half that was uh, led uh, the entire way by Hopewell Loudon, but Riverdale certainly uh, was able to get a little bit of offense going in that second quarter. Yeah, I thought they looked really good in the second quarter. They had some very productive possessions. And they were taken at the hole. Holland, Landon Holland took it to the hole a couple times. I saw Evan Ryder take it to the hole and Jack do so. If Jack would quit putting the ball an extra dribble on the floor, he'd probably have like eight or more ten points right now. 
can't put the ball down because the Chieftains are way too quick with the hands. They're going to cover, smother him. You know, the Chieftains, we watch them, and it's just smooth as water, you know. We were talking on the break about how quick Evan Carice takes the ball to the hole. And hopefully, you know, like I said, uh, this could be a great, uh, even though it may not turn out the way they want it to, that it could be a great uh, great lesson and good game for them. But I'm not saying that they're out of this, but the Falcons just got to come back and keep pressing the ball hard. Evan Ryder open for the three. Man, up and go. good from the left wing. Get the scoring started on the Riverdale side here in the second half. That's how they had to come out and start the second half. Absolutely great bucket. Great confidence builder for the young man right now. Some of the uh, Hopewell Loudon seniors that got the start in Napier and Baker also on the floor for the Chieftains as the three will be too strong from Yarbrough as was saved by Ryder, but I think he ran out of room on the baseline. Falcons got to box out. They have to get in front of their man. When the shot goes up, they need to get in front of the offensive player and box out. Reese will inbound for Hopewell Loudon. We'll get it in towards Martinez. Barrier, Martin, Barrier and uh, Elmore, the two non-typical starters, not in the game right now on the Hopewell Loudon side. Martinez driving all the way down, finds Yarbrough back on the wing. And I'll get it over. Launching and making the shot. Will Lane Baker getting his name in the scoring book. And he used the square. Every time they use the square, it's going to go in. I know you guys think, you young kids think that's old, but it's how we used to coach. Ryder with it up top for Riverdale. Currently 35-19, your score. 6.45 left to go here at third quarter. Down inside, they work it to inbody. Back up top, Elwood will drive inside. Ryder brings it back. He'll launch the elbow. Jump shot too strong that time. Rebound still up for grabs. Baker will come down with it now for Hopewell Loudon. Chieftains the other way. Up ahead into the corner. The three up from Napier. Up and good as each senior oh. will get some baskets here in the third quarter for Hopewell Loudon. How about that? Good job by Jack Napier. What was it? Austin Napier. Austin Napier, excuse me. Down inside towards Elwood, unfinishing inside Good. on the right side. Will Evan Ryder add on to the Riverdale point total. Makes it now 38 to 21 as Yarbrough somehow is able to navigate that one and bring it back down as he drives all the way inside but comes up short. Embody the rebound now, Riverdale the other way. Riverdale has to keep pressing the ball up floor like they had just did right now. Lost the handle on it, but they need to keep pressing the ball upward. Yarbrough will drive now for Hopewell Loudon. He'll attack, he'll finish on the left side. Will Carter Yarbrough adds on to the Chieftains lead. It's now 40 to 21, 540 left to go third quarter. Somebody has to step in front of that for the Falcons and, and take the charge. You cannot let Carter Yarbrough run to the basket. Well, Riverdale will set things up here in the half court. Grant Embody with it. Now he'll drive inside, he'll pull up. That one's a little too strong. Rebound to Devin Crease. Hopewell back the other way. It's two straight shots from Grant. I think they're both good shots. They just didn't fall. No big deal. Keep pressing the ball up. Martinez tried to navigate that one inside to Baker. Pass a little bit off of the mark as now Riverdale will set things up. We have a rider with it. He'll look to drive baseline. It's into the corner. Open for the corner three. In and out won't fall that time from inbody, but then rebounded underneath. Unable to finish inside was Elwood. Baker comes down with the rebound. Hopewell allowed him back the other direction. That's a very... Uh, Unfortunate possession for the Falcons. Evan Kreese working from the block. Turnaround up and good on the right side. Another basket for Evan Kreese. Adds on to the Hopewell Loudon lead. Is he smooth or what? Makes it look easy. He makes that look really simple. Turnaround off the glass. Yeah, it's just it's impressive to watch Evan Kreese play basketball. 
Riverdale launching the three, up and good. Hayden Haggerty knocks that one down for Riverdale as now we'll have a timeout taken on the Riverdale side. 42-24, your score with 4.26 left to go here in quarter number three. I don't like that timeout. You know that. I, you can I tell that right sense. now. I do not like that. I think that is a poor coaching move. That's my opinion. They just canned a three. We got good momentum, good positive mental energy out of that. Let's rush down the floor and set for defense. Get your defensive set, and let's, let's wait for the Chieftains to bring it to us. All right, let's, do, let's get a steal or something and take it back the other way. I like to have a minimum of four timeouts going into the fourth quarter. Okay? Now Coach only got two left. You know, it's just, not a, in my opinion, not a good call. I have voiced that uh, several games. You have? I have. I'm just telling you, it's not how I would coach that. And I've got coaches texting me and who are listening to the program and saying, you're right, you're right, Brownie. Keep them timeouts for late in the game. I don't understand. You take the momentum away. You had a lot of good positive energy right there. You just took it all away. Typical starters now on the floor on the Hopewell Loudon yeah. side as Barrier and Elmore will check in. Yeah, now they bring their big guns in. You see what I'm saying? Don't give them that opportunity. Well, Loudon now will set things up here in the half court. Barrier with it on the volleyball line. Over to Yarbrough. Open for the left corner. Three, too strong that time. Elmore fights for the rebound but won't come down with it right or will. Riverdale the other way. I need to press the ball up floor here quick. You've got the, the A-team in for Hopewell. Open for the three is Ryder. Again, this time short. Rebounded will stay with Riverdale. Go down into Ryder. Ryder able to finish on the left side. As that'll nice add job. on to the score for Riverdale with 349 left to go third quarter. Nice job of the Falcons there. Great possession. Arbro enters it to Elmore. Turn around and is off the Push. mark. Ryder the rebound. Riverdale again will attack the other direction. Ryder in transition, this time unable to finish. Crease will sky up, get the rebound for Hopewell out it. Barrier will set things up now for Hopewell out and down to 325, left to go third quarter, 42 to 26, your score. Crease down inside, comes up short. Elmore couldn't finish either on the second chance. Ryder able to get the board now, Riverdale the other way. I like the Falcons hustle right now. It's, it's, it's much better. Up top for Harbor now for Riverdale. He'll hand it to Ryder on the right wing. He'll fling it over. Stolen away by Barrier. Barrier in transition. Comes up short on the lane. I think he might have been thinking himself that he was either mm -hmm. that he was going to dunk or that he had someone maybe to throw it to and mm -hmm. ends up having now go the other direction now for Riverdale. So set it up now for Haggerty. Left side now. Back up top now for Haggerty as they'll reset here in the half court. Get it in the high post for Grant Embody, working on Yarbrough, too strong underneath. Rebounded Evan Kreese, Hopewell back the other way with 235 to go in the third. Grant Embody's got to have that shot. Yarbrough will have the shot on the yep. left wing, Dang. and good for <laughs> Carter Yarbrough. 45-26, now your score, 225 left to go in the third. I knew that was good when it left his hand. It was right on, right on target. Riverdale setting things up now here in the half court. Left side for... In body, now over to Ryder on the right wing. A few dribbles, cross courts it down in the left corner for Embody. He'll drive baseline briefly. Down into Haggerty. Haggerty lay in, won't <sighs> fall. Rebounded by Barrier. Hopewell Loudon back the other way under two minutes to go, third quarter. Barrier with it up top. He'll find Crease left corner. 
They'll look to drive inside, down into Elmore. Elmore unable to lay it up and in. Second try, up and good. Just wanted maybe to add another rebound oh. to his stats. Well, I was going to scream, use the square. He did not use the square in the first time, and he used it the square in the second time, and it went in. So I rest my case. Kevin Ryder with it, top of the key for Riverdale. Riverdale trailing 47-26, 1.30 left to go third quarter. Out now, Evan Ryder, wide open, right wing three, up and good again for Evan Ryder. Great shot by Evan Ryder there. The Falcons needed that really, really bad. Down in the left corner for Yarbrough, now for Hopewell Loudon. Out to Elmore, Elmore will draw the foul from the left wing with 113 left in the third. As we'll see now, Suter along with Braden Brickman and Jack Calatrulio all check in for Hopewell Loudon. Out go Priest, Yarbrough, and Martinez. Nice substitutions by Coach Jury. Keeping guys fresh. We'll see Cody Flowers Barger check in for Riverdale for the first time coming in for Ethan Elwood. 18 point lead by the Chieftains. No need to, you know, leave everybody in at one, you know, one time. Keep rotating them in and out. Barrier driving inside now finds Brickman. Brickman will dump it into Calatrulio right under the basket. Ends up now in Barrier's hands. He'll drive inside, finds Elmore on the no look as Elmore is going to be blocked up top as Zimbody skies up for that one. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen that this year? Not very often. No, Donovan's got to take the ball a whole hard. But great job by Grant. Riverdale setting things up now here in the half court. Duso will drive right side. Gets it over now. Left wing three comes up short that time from Inbody. Rebounded by Hopewell Loudon. Up ahead now to Barrier. He has it on the left corner. He'll look to drive inside. Euro step up and under finish for Barrier. Adds on to the Hopewell Loudon lead back to 20 with 26 left in the third. That's Barrier specialty, taking the ball to the hole. Very nice job by Blake Barrier. Duso has it at the volleyball line for Riverdale. He'll get it to Inbody, working on the wing. Now over to Haggerty, up top again for Inbody. Reset with Haggerty, down to just six left in the quarter. Up top, they'll swing it out right side. Barger driving in, stolen by Elmore. And won't have an opportunity to fling that one up. 49-29, your score through three. Hope allowed in with the lead. Going subside for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of the fourth quarter. You're listening to high school basketball on both WFOB and WBBI. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. 49-29, your scores. We're about ready to start the fourth quarter. Lance Morris, Matt Brown here with you on both WFOB and WBVI. A 20-point lead for Hopewell Loudon as we start the fourth quarter. It'll be Hopewell Loudon ball to start the quarter. Chieftains are just flowing along here with not a lot of, uh, with a little resistance, I should say, but 
I give the Falcons credit. My hat's off to them. They have some good possessions here recently. Calatrulio able to finish that one from in the middle of the paint as that'll add on to the Hopewell Loudon lead. Also, again, see Coach Jury going a little further down his bench as Matt Wyman also checking in now here at the varsity level for Hopewell Loudon. I like the little motion offense that the Falcons were, were running here right before the end of the quarter. They might want to go back to that. They had good ball rotation, good ball movement. Okay, Nagerty with it on the top of the key for Riverdale. They'll find Ryder up top. Ryder working on Wyman, almost loses it, able to stick with it. They'll drive left side now, down inside lane, up and good from Landon Holland. And the scoring started here in the fourth quarter. I like how they worked the ball, Ernie. They look good. Barry with it on the left wing for Hopewell Loudon, bounces to Brickman. He'll launch the corner three, in and out won't fall. While Trulio gets the rebound, he'll bounce it back to Brickman. He's unable to finish again, but this time Brady Brickman will draw the foul, go to the line with 6.53 left to go. Falcons, or excuse me, the Chiefs are they're rotating a lot of people in and out, and, and that's good. They're getting some players that we haven't seen play this year. First free throw from Braden Brickman, up and good. Barber and Elwood back in for Riverdale, Alco, Barger, and Haggerty. Second one from Brickman. Uh, and good, he'll go two for two at the line that time for Hopewell. Do we have a free throw stat on him? Brickman, sure? uh, he was two for six before that at he, the varsity level. He sure has a he's now nice, four for eight. he has a nice, he's nice form. Up top now for Duso for Riverdale, trailing 53-31, 6.38 left to go as Aaron passed that time as that one left the hand of Elwood. He thought Ryder was going to be on the right wing. He was at the top of the key, it goes out of bounds. Yep, that's exactly what went down there. We'll cross half court now for Hopewell Loudon. We'll see Ashton Miller check in next dead ball as well for the Chieftains. Go down now to up top now for Barrier. His three up and good once again for Blake Barrier, making now already his third three of the game. Falcons have let the Chieftains shoot the three-pointers uncontested. and You cannot do that with the Hopewell Loudon Chieftains. Riverdale setting things up here on their side of the floor offensively. Do so, trying to create some spaces, and he will as he'll get that one to drop with the foul as he was able to get Matt Wyman in the air. That's a nice, very nice shot. He had good hang time in the, in the air when Jack Deuce went up. He hung up there and shot it. We will see Ashton Miller along with uh, Owen Suter check in as Elmore and Barrier check out. Might be all we see from those seniors tonight. If I'm Coach Jury, that's for sure. There's no need to, you know, they're up by 30, 23 points. Excuse me. In one free throw, up and good for Duso. Makes it 56-34. Aaron pass that time from Suter will be stolen now by Riverdale. Harbor will cross half court for the Falcons. He'll find Ryder on the left wing. He'll drive his way down inside. Now back up top and it'll be stolen away as it landed right in the waiting arms of Ashton Miller. He'll take the other way for Hopewell Loudon. His pass though will be stolen again by Devin Harbor now for Riverdale. Give Devin Harbor a real credit for hustling back up and down the floor, but the Falcons need to move. The, if, if they want to try to get back in the game here, they need to move the ball quickly up floor. We'll see Riverdale setting things up, driving inside Will Ryder. Too strong that time, rebounded inside by Holland. He's unable to finish. So we'll have an over, either an over the back oh, or Coach Jury got the timeout. Yep. Coach Jury took a timeout. Time 21 
left to go here fourth quarter. 30 second timeouts will keep it here on both WFB, WBVI 56-34. Your score, Hope Loudon with the lead over Riverdale Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown. And again, you know, Hopewell has led for all of this one, but you know, Riverdale, like you've said, hasn't, uh, they haven't gone away quietly for sure. No, they've not stopped playing. You, got, you have to give the Falcons credit. They've not stopped. I, I see that they kind of like brought the ball up kind of slow that last possession. Are they mentally checking out? I mean, don't be looking at the scoreboard. If I'm Coach Hobbinsack? Hobbinsack. Hobbinsack in the huddle? I'm telling him you don't look at the scoreboard. I'll keep track of the score. You guys start playing, keep playing hard, and let's get the ball up floor quicker. They need some good positive things to happen to keep them mentally focused in the, in the next five minutes. We'll also see Riverdale come out with a full court press this time. It's good defense. Smart call. Miller working to bring it across half court. He'll get over towards Wyman. Is essentially have the JV starting five out there currently for Hopewell Loudon. As Paris a little too strong that time from Suter will go out of play. Back now to Riverdale with 5.08 left to go. Knowing what the coach knew coming in, maybe we should have been doing the full court press first half of the game to keep us a little tighter. Do so with it up top for Riverdale. He'll find Ryder. He'll pull up for the free throw line jumper. That's short. Rebounded underneath by Duso to keep it with Riverdale. Now we'll have another foul call underneath. Number one. There we go on Suter. So we'll see Joey Sherman checking back in for the first time since the opening quarter on the Riverdale side as might be the last we've seen of Evan Ryder tonight. Deep three from Duso. That one won't fall. Sherman the rebound. Swings it back out. It's saved in the right corner. Now back to Duso on the right wing for Riverdale. Driving all the way down inside. Wants to get it over towards Elwood. Unable to do so. We'll have a foul underneath it looks like. A lot of action underneath there. A lot of body contact. and I like. I still like the aggressiveness of the Falcons right now. They haven't stopped. They haven't quit. And that's, that's a great thing. Wade Crease now will check in for Hopewell Loudon and swatted down inside by Miller and able to rebound it. He'll draw a foul now with 4.33 left. Uh, foul went to Layden Han- Holland. Layden Holland. Landon Holland? There you go. Landon Holland. Took you a couple tries. I got to look at that a little closer. I'm sorry. Put my glasses on. <laughs> yeah, you could put your glasses on. Yeah, They're sitting on the table. I don't need them to look out on the floor. <laughs> Suter setting things up here in the half court for Hopewell Loudon. He'll get it down into Wade Crease, working on the left block. He'll draw the foul as they'll pick up Landon Holland for that one. Landon Holland, I cannot believe they call, the ref called that. A little tic-tac-y foul there by the ref. Suter will inbound underneath for Hopewell. He'll find Miller on the left corner. Out to Wyman. He'll bounce it towards Suter, left corner. He'll look to drive inside. Finds Wyman up top. He'll drive now over to Miller. Miller working from the left wing, driving down inside. He'll lose the handle, gives it back to Riverdale with 4.04 left to go. I'm sure Coach Dre don't like that, didn't like that possession for sure. 56-234 the score. Four minutes left to go here in this one between Hopewell Loudon and Riverdale. Riverdale setting things up on their side of the floor offensively. On the right side for Davin Harbor. Now Holland will get the screen back to Harbor. It goes down underneath. 
Layup, too strong last time from Joey Sherman, able to get his own missed second try, up and good for Sherman. Something for the crowd to come alive. The crowd has finally woke up, nice job. Definitely great second effort by Sherman. Miller open for the left corner, three, up and good, picking up where he left off in the JV game for his first three at the varsity level today. So with it on the right wing now for Riverdale. Swing it over on the right side. That'll be Harbor with it. Back now Duso. Wants to line up for three. Doesn't have enough room. Loses his dribble at the free throw line. Harbor launching the three. That's short off to the left. Rebounded by Miller. Hopewell back the other way with 3.05 left. Suter setting things up now for Hopewell Loudon. Down to 2.55 left as he'll find Wyman. We'll see Lucas and Gregory check in next dead ball for Hopewell Loudon. Miller has it on the right wing. Up top now for Wyman. He'll try his luck from outside. That will be short. Rebounded by Kreese to keep it with Hopewell Loudon. He'll look to drive his way down inside. Brickman has it top of the key. Brickman working, finds Miller. He'll fling it back to Wyman. Reset things for Hopewell Loudon. Down to 2.30 left to go. 59-36 your score. Hopewell Loudon with the lead. Wyman ends up dribbling it off of his foot. Ends up in Suter's hands. He'll launch the three. He'll make the three from the left corner now for Hopewell. Boy, the Falcons, they should have picked up on that a long time ago, get their hands out in front of the shooter with the three-point ball because the Chieftains are too good a three-point shooter. As Wyman will foul now for Hopewell with 2.10 left, allows San Gregory to check in as he will check in for Owen Suter. So now we officially have a full JV unit out there for Hopewell. Mm -hmm. And Suter gets a nice standing ovation from the Hobo Loud inside of the crowd. Well deserved. Riverdale setting things up on their side offensively, down to two minutes left to go in this one. 62 to 36, your score. Hobo Loud in the commanding lead. He do so with it on the left wing. Out now, Harbor's three partially blocked as Brickman couldn't come down with it. Crease will come down with it now as Hopewell goes the other way. So Wyman will draw the foul in transition with 146 left, and that's going to be the fifth foul, so that should send him to the line. I don't understand what they're thinking and why they want to foul here. You're down 26 points. What's the point of fouling? All you're doing is extending the game out, and really there's in, in a, a minute 46, you're not coming back and scoring 26 points. Inbound for Hopewell. It's Coach Jury telling his guys to slow things down, but as soon as they do that, they end up actually throwing it away. Well, they needed someone to come to the ball. That's just a miscue on Hopewell. Well, that's one thing you gotta love is Coach Jury's not coaching this really any differently than he would in nope. any normal yeah, circumstance. I, I agree with that. I like he's that. Still, he still was frustrated yep. at that pass, even with the score being what it is. Yep, I know. I saw a look on his face when it went out of bounds. Good for him. That makes a good, great. That's why he's a great coach. That's why he has 400 plus wins. Exactly. And that's why it makes him a great coach. <laughs> now they got some fouls to give. But they got one more still to get. Or no, excuse me. That was it. I think that was a foul. That, that was the fifth foul. That'll put him on the line. I think we're going to see another few more subs from Riverdale as the first free throw up and good for Davin Harbor. So when you have Coach Jury at the NWO 
huddle on Wednesday. I want to know what the mentality is of why we wanted to go ahead and just run out those five fouls and put them on the line to keep shooting. I don't know. I mean, really. The second free throw was off from Harbor. Rebounded underneath by Crease. So now we'll have a couple more subs checked in for Riverdale. Nathan Algy will check in. What's Nathan? He's uh, 100 pounds. He's a thin young man. He, he very much is. Wyman driving inside now for Hopewell Loudon. Miller will do the same. Gregory open for the three, comes up short. Miller skies up to get the rebound. He'll go up, he'll get another one to drop for his second basket here at the varsity level. Adds on to the Hopewell Loudon lead. What a nice job of the young man, Miller. He's, we talk about players to look for next year. He's yes. certainly one to look for Absolutely, because he was almost out of bounds. He still shot the ball and still made it. That was pretty impressive. Driving right side is Barger. He'll go in, lays that one up, and will be off the mark from Marcus Roethlisberger, also checking in for Riverdale. Down to 48 seconds left. Matthew Wyman laying, finds the way. I don't know how he got a friendly wow. roll that time, yep. but certainly was able to have some English off the rim that time. Everything going the Chieftain's way. 66 to 37, your score. 33 seconds left to go. Reese fighting for and actually will eventually get the steal as Wyman comes down with it. Up ahead to Miller. Miller unable to finish. Brickman second try also short. Reese gets the rebound. He puts it too low, has it stolen away. Riverdale to steal the other way. That's the one time you're not going to comment on I'm, someone I'm bringing not, the ball I'm down. Just, I'm, I, I, have, I, I have nothing. Sorry. <laughs> I have nothing. Riverdale looking to run out the remainder of this one, and they will maybe get a shot off. No, they will not. That will do it. A 66-37 win tonight for Hopewell Loudon. Well, hey, give their, you know, give the Falcons some credit. You know, maybe mentally they knew coming in here this was going to be a tough battle with the number one team in the SBC. But you know what? They played to the very end. Got to give my, you know, give them a lot of credit. They fought hard. I saw some really bright spots, and I just saw some spots that, you know, next year, Coach Hovensack can work on that and, and correct some of that. You know, he's got a talented squad. He's got a lot of young people coming back next year. Juniors, sophomores, mostly that's his roster. Bring them back next year and work on them. One thing they have to do next year is they got to hustle out there and grab that three-point shooter. You cannot let that, especially the Chieftains. I mean, if they've watched any type of film, they, they knew coming in here tonight, the Chieftains are a high offensive team. We said that earlier before we went to the radio. So you got to do that. That's one, of the, that's one of the adjustments he'll have to make for next season. With that, we'll go ahead and set aside for a quick timeout, then come back and wrap this one up here from Riverdale. Again, your final score is 66-237. Hope will allow in the win tonight over Riverdale. You've been listening to High School Basketball on both WFB and WBBI. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. 
The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Get toned, get healthy, get fit, and get ready to head to the new fully equipped Grit Gym at 2499 West Market Street in Tiffin. Take the first step with Grit and experience all new equipment, new machines, new turf, new power racks. Visualize a new you with one-on-one -on -one or group personalized training under coaching from one of the Grit Strength Trainers. Get ready for a new experience, a new facility, and a new you with Grit. Brand opening at their new location in December. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> we are back here from Hopewell or from Riverdale as Hopewell out and got the win tonight by a score of 66 to 37. Lance Morris, Matt Brown here with you on both WFB and WBVI. And like we said, Mattis was one that Hopewell out and was kind of able to settle in from the get go and certainly were able to kind of impose their will as the game progressed. It did. It was all the Chieftains right from the start, but on the positive side for the Falcons, I think that's a gr great learning game for them tonight. And then Coach Hobbinsack can, can come back here next year. We talked about that for winter break. He's got a lot of young kids. They can make some adjustments. And I'm telling you, I think they're going to be a lot better team next year with a few adjustments. That's all he has to do is a few adjustments. Of course, we're worried about and see what Hope Aladdin comes back with next year. They're losing their start, you know, the core of their, you know, five, four seniors right off the rip. So and Brandon Martinez will be back. Obviously, he's a great contributor offensively. But I look for the Chieftains to go deep into tournaments. We know they're a great basketball team. The number one player in the SBC, Evan Kreese, moves like lightning on the floor to the rim. It's incredible. Probably, the, probably, and I'm, I'm older, and I can tell you, probably the best player I've seen take the ball to the hole ever is Evan Kreese. That's high praise for you. Pardon me? That's high praise for you. It, it is. But, and again, I'm not running to Falcons. I, I think that they come back next year, make a few adjustments. Evan Ryder ha he, certainly he, had a nice night. He's Yeah, he's going to be a great player. And Jack Dusen, he just got to learn. If, you know, they need to tell that young man, he's always inside fighting for the rebound. You get the rebound. Don't put it to the deck. Put it back up. Just spin move and put it back up to the, you know, grand end body. We saw him do a lot of good things underneath tonight. And Landon Holland, just got to be quicker up and down the floor. And that's, I like to play West Coast back. I like to move the ball up and down the floor. And when people get behind, they think, oh, we're beat. We're beat. And mentally, all of a sudden, you, I, and I watched, I saw several players gawking at the clock. Can't do that. So, you know, they just got to keep moving the ball up and down the floor and keep, and keep trying. It's hard. I understand it's hard for young men when they get way behind. They want to give up, but you can't do that. Mentally, you got to keep 
grinding it out all the way to the last click. So that'll just about do it for us. Do you have any, any final thoughts? No, I mean, not really. I just think that uh, where are we going to watch the Chieftains? What's the first game uh, we got with them coming up? We, our next game, uh, I believe, will be in the district semifinals in a couple weeks uh, in the postseason. At Oford, I believe. Probably, maybe. Right? No, Is that true? They would be, we would have them against either probably Mohawk or Arlington. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. The, uh, different section. Yep, uh, different, yep, different bracket. Yep, you're right. Well, that'll be interesting. We'll see how they go. I'm sure they'll do. They're going to do really well. And that, you know great for our listeners and great for us to watch them and, and all the fans. I mean, if you have a chance to come out and watch Chieftains play, highly encourage it. A great basketball team at this level. Thank you for listening to High School Basketball here on both WFOB and WBVI and a big thank you as well to our producer for today, pushing all the buttons. Bart Wilson back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing, of course, the Lord's work. And a thank you to Riverdale AD Nate Sorge for allowing us to come here and broadcast from Riverdale here tonight. Former broadcast partner Matt Brown, this is Lance Morris signing off from Riverdale. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball. 66-37, your final score. Hope we'll loud the win tonight over Riverdale. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. It's time for... All right, let's go. That's right, time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork. And by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.